Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. You're listening to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Uh, my name is Charles Lox, and I'm your host. And we are doing a few episodes uh, that are going to be all happening. I'm going to be recording all of them today with uh, three of our previous guests who um, kind of spoke about um, what they were doing with their classrooms, but now are in a hybrid teaching situation, as many of us are. And I'll be starting, uh, I've started mine as well. Um, so I think these are going to be some really interesting episodes. So I have with us today, again, um, really uh, glad that uh, she was willing to come back on the show, Miss Sean Morton. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so I, I know there's so much going on, and um, since we have three guests, so I, I think we'll probably be able to, to uh, go through maybe a little quicker than we were, because we know about you now, and um, uh, mm-hmm. you're teaching in, in here in the Atlanta area in Gwinnett Public Schools and um, at uh, Duluth High School, and um, so last time you told us kind of you had just like started uh, with with some students in the classroom, and so I guess today is like, like I said, just like a, a report back to uh, see how it's going. And so I, I just want you to, if you could just tell us, like give us the gist of how it's going for you. And and then we, you know, we also got to talk about, um, you know, your students and your students uh, or your, and your own personal like feelings. Cause there's I, everybody out there I know, and I'm going through this too, like big time is that we all have like a lot of difficult, it's just very difficult right now. So go ahead, Sean, and just tell us a little bit about um, how it's going and what your situation is. Just maybe remind them briefly what what you uh, what your situation in. Okay, um, so we have been in now full hybrid for about six weeks. So um, I'm still alive, still upright. So that's always positive. <laughs> still smiling, still having a good time. So that's really good. Um, the positive, uh, the best thing I can say is it's turned out a lot better than I ever thought it would. Um, so that's really good. And the biggest takeaway that I've gotten from all of this is everything takes twice as long. Um, so okay. I always get through about half of what I plan for, I find. Mm-hmm. So that's been really interesting. But um, so we have 315 kids in our program. And currently in person, we're seeing about 45 to 50. Okay. And I say I give you a range because I promise you I have to change my seating chart every single day. Wow. It's a revolving door of who shows up, who switches to online. We're supposed to be like, once you make a decision, you keep your decision. Right. No, sir. That's no, I mean, not I, the case. I was just saying the same thing, but I, I think that's difficult um, for us to enforce, you know, just because, well, okay, you decided now, you're, now you don't feel safe or whatever it might, the reason might be. Mm-hmm. And um, so you said you have 300, how many in your, in your program? 315. Yeah. 45 back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So that's the uh, 14%. Yep. Yeah. And so 
This week, um, at the we're at the nine week mark in our county, so students is the quarter mark. So students are got the option to come back in. So we are picking up a few more, but I think school wide, um, our school is about twenty eight hundred. I think we're picking up maybe seventy five to one hundred more school wide. I think we're picking up maybe another ten in orchestra, mostly underclassmen. Um, mostly our ninth graders that are struggling. My biggest in-person class is ninth grade. My ninth grade orchestra, right. it's um, currently at 22. Okay. My smallest class is my top orchestra, and it's one, just one. <laughs> so every day she comes in, we say, die party of one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is, this is, um, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit relieved because I just got my numbers, and I thought I was going to have like 50 of my 130 and it turns out I'm only going to have 26. So it's about the same percentage as you. And um, so that makes you feel a little bit better. It's not just my school. Um, and, you know, I, at, for a while there, when I was looking at the numbers, I, I, I was getting really down on myself because I think we've mentioned this on the podcast. We take everything so personally, like, you know, um, and I know that it's, you know, a lot of times it is a student's decision, but sometimes it's not the student's decision. The parent's are um, telling the students what they have to do. Oh, a lot of our students have told us um, on Zoom and stuff that their parents have not allowed them to leave the house. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and it's interesting because our schools are vastly different socioeconomically. Right. But culturally, we serve a lot of the same students. I think you're right, yeah. So it's very interesting. But, um, yes, we have such low numbers coming. Okay. Actually, I think has made me feel a lot safer just because I'm not dealing with how I can social distance kids pretty easily, especially that class of one. (laughs) We gave her her own little seating chart. We printed it out for her and gave it to her. You know, we teased her about it. When I, when I, when we were trying to come back, I was, you know, I was thinking that everybody was going to come back. And so I, I planned my whole room out that I could, at the beginning of the year, I could social distance 40 in my room, you know, um, but then my biggest class has been 10. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. We could get like between 42 to 45 and we haven't needed it. So, um, yeah, we have all these extra chairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and it's, it, it's, it's, it almost is a little sad because, uh, you know, we're just so used to dealing with the, the big old classes and Yes. We love, you know, we love that power in numbers. We love just having that, everybody having that feeling together. And it really does segment. But what what are some, do you have some specific strategies or what what is your approach uh, to, to this now? Because there's a, there's a lot of people doing different things. And is it, you know, sure. people are saying, oh, it's glorified music appreciation or, you know, uh, so yeah, tell us, tell us what you're doing. So we are, our strategy all along has let's been, let's make this as normal for our kids as possible. So we are live teaching um, in person and on Zoom at the same time. So we're doing both um, four days a week. And then we use Friday as their day to submit their assignments and catch up with stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So all the kids are doing the same thing at all times. So um, and we actually just had the kids complete a Flipgrid assignment for their midterm where they did like a video of themselves talking about how are you feeling about orchestra? Do you like what we're doing? Do you not like just kind of doing like a little SEL check? Tell us about how your school year is going. Tell us, you know, honestly how you're feeling. And we made it so that we're the only ones that can see it. So they didn't feel like they, you know, we told them be honest. And the kids overwhelmingly, the takeaway that we got is they really like that we're treating everyone like this is orchestra. We're not doing 
you know, we're playing every single day. Those kids have their instrument in their hand every single day. And I felt like that was so important because in the spring we weren't able to do that. And I feel like it was such a disconnect. Yeah. Oh, totally. Do you, uh, so, okay. So you're playing every day and, and so with your class of one and for instance, like, how are you doing that? Are you just, so <laughs> she's in the room and then all the other kids are on zoom yeah. <laughs> and I actually, in all the classes, um, so I have, this is kind of getting into more of the technical setup, but so I have my laptop and then I have my second monitor and then I actually take my iPad and log it into the Zoom also and I set up what's called Rumi Cam so the kids at home can see the kids that are in the room because I think that's important sure. to make that connection. And they it's so funny because they love it. They love like they get up in there and wave at each other and stuff. So we have the Zoomy Cam is plugged in because we're into the computer, into the um, projector. So they can see all the kids at home and then the kids at home can see the kids in the room, which I right. thought was really helpful. And so we all play. She plays. Luckily, she's a really great violinist. And then Peter and I, my co-teacher and I, we both are playing too. So, you know, we're doing it. We have a lot of, we've spent a lot of time. Oh my goodness. Way more time than I'd care to admit um, getting the right tech set up for our room mm -hmm. um, and with the right sound set up. And so um, even in that class with our, that's our most advanced class. We're playing every day. And even though the kids are on Zoom and we can't hear them all, we can hear Daye and we can hear ourselves. Right, right. And we'll have kids on mute and stuff. But um, yeah, we're doing that even with our class of one. Yeah, yeah. And then so do you have, um, do you have your students play a lot uh, on their own, like uh, unmute and play for us kind of thing? Or, they, or is that pretty much not really? So I, a couple of things that we have found to be helpful. Um, I don't know about your school, but our school hasn't set a policy where we can make kids be on camera. Right. But we are asking the kids to be on camera because we tell them, look, we, we need to see what you're doing. So even if you want to crop it, so I only see, you know, the side of your head and your left. I need to see your fingers on your instrument. Yeah. So I know, you know, we've explained to them, look, I can't hear you all the time, but I can at least see you. Right. So um, I do a lot of cold calling, like, yes. especially if that camera's off. I'm like, hey, Charles, can you unmute and let's check your open A string. We do that a lot with our tuning at the beginning of class. Yep. Okay. And then Billy, let's hear your D string, you know, so, and it can be a little time consuming. That drives me crazy because the slowness of everything online drives me nuts because I'm pretty, I'm a pretty fast person. <laughs> Right. The I'm like, no, this is taking forever. But I think it's really important that those kids at home know that we're watching and that we're engaging. Yeah. Yeah. And so we do, you know, hey, can you unmute and give us the rhythm pattern to do the warm up on? Great. OK, like so, that. yeah, that's, that's a that's a good idea. I started cold calling and, and you know, you catch kids that if they weren't used to that at, at, very, at the beginning, I was catching kids just they weren't even on the call. Yes. Like turn on the um, call. They were on the call, but they weren't listening to the call, or they had everything muted and probably were playing, you know, Minecraft or something. <laughs> and the yes. Then you're in seance mode. Charles, are you with us? <laughs> right. So I've been doing a little bit of that as well. Um, but I, I like, uh, you know, I, I like to be able to see the kids, and obviously in the same situation as you, where we can't, uh, we can't require them to have the cameras on. But um, then again, it's like, how do we know if they're participating if the camera's not on at least? For a second or two, like you said, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll do more. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do more of that. Um, just cold calling and having kids g even do something simple like, oh, can you 
double check your a string show me you know that that kind of that has been really helpful and all of a sudden all those other cameras start popping on right (laughs) and then um you know a lot of times uh, so zoom has a feature where you can ask them to turn their camera on there's like a button um so i'll go through and just click every single person that doesn't have it on and if i don't get a response then i message them like yo what's up and sometimes they have like a camera problem or like a kid will message me and say, look, something's, you know, I'm just having an off day. Like, can I not turn my camera? Yeah. Totally fine. Like we all have a day. We do. Um, and I think but they know that we expect them to have those on. Yeah. And I think we need to remain, uh, uh, you know, very empathetic with our kids because we just don't know everybody's situation. And, um, and hopefully they'll be the same way with us <laughs> because um, I, I know. I, and you know, I, it's, I they are, they're little. Yeah. Go ahead. Their little flip grids they made for us have just been so sweet. And um, it made my whole like last week watching those just because oh, they're they're like they care like and they're they're sympathetic to they know that we're doing the best we can. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I frequently share how I'm feeling with my kids, you know, and um, it, it's important that they know that they're not the only ones in that boat. And even their teachers, like I said, you know, your teachers are not these robots who like to give out assignments and grade them. Like we are people too. And we have just the same feelings going on. Like we want it to be back to normal. We want you all here. We want, you know, this and that. So um, it's important that we keep keep that going. I mean, it was really important in the spring because it was very, a lot of unknowns, but now it's just becoming groundhog day a little bit. And uh, we have to remind our, ourselves. That- <laughs> such a good way to say it yeah, totally groundhog day. it is and one of the that you know you say groundhog day that's a really good point one of the things we found a lot of success into is varying the activities often um during the week changing up what we do a lot mm-hmm. you know so we're using smart music um we're doing the cheaper plan because with our program size we just could not afford to do 20 dollars a student um yeah. so we are using smart music in the class and that kids actually have liked it. Some of them want to murder smart music. Right. Um, some of them have learned that it is not the problem of the program. It is a problem with their play. So that's been kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so we're using that. But then a lot of times we're just like making up resources. We're pulling resources. You know, uh, we got onto like just stuff that I would not. I found all these body percussion songs and we did that as our warm up. We were doing body percussion on YouTube. And so I got a big list and I said, okay, pick one. And so we picked one. And I mean, just, they were laughing together and having fun because basically, especially me, I'm not that coordinated. I was falling out of the chair by the end of some of these body percussions, (laughs) you know, so finding ways to vary your instruction, Mm -hmm. but still, I, and we've all, we start every class with stretches. Um, Cause we, uh, Peter and I both have commented that we're worried about the kids being so sedentary yeah, in ourselves. Good point. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, and our kids have really liked them. Um, we kind of got hooked on some of these cultural stretches. There's these really neat um, like daily ones that come out of some of the Japanese culture and Korean culture that our kids had shown us. So we've done some of those. Sometimes we use pop songs that they like that I check the lyrics on. <laughs> <laughs> and these stretches sometimes a classical song, sometimes spa music, but we do, we get up and we move around. That's great. Um, and we ask the kids at home to do it with us. So, and we're watching on the screen. I'm like, 
Charles, come on, get out of your chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they have you know, so, you know, yelled. And, and that's the great thing is like, I, I told him, I said like, you know, when we're, we're, we're playing through some music or whatever, and I'll see a kid that's in totally the wrong part of the bow or something. I'm like, we got to get your bow in, you know, fixed up or the hand position. And, and so you can kind of, um, you, you can make some fixes and, and address some kids. And then, then I follow that up with, see, like I can help you if your camera's on and, and, and it has helped get a few more cameras on here and there. So it just, they need to understand that if they want, if they want to be helped, then we, ha we need that. We need them to, to yes. show up. Yeah. Yeah, just show up and then be ready for just, we try to make it every day is a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> yes. You never know what's going to happen in orchestra. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, and then, like, what, is there anything that you've tried that just hasn't worked? It was, like, totally a bomb and, like, recommend not doing that? Um, or maybe just less effective? The, the hardest thing that we've had problems with sometimes is just tech stuff not working. Like, okay. You know, the teaching stuff is okay. Like, I haven't run across anything crazy. We're doing, so we're doing, um, the kids, we gave all the classes, like, um, a piece from Smart Music that everyone has the melody in. So, like, the lower classes, we give them Canon and D. You know, it's kid crack. Yeah. And they're doing Canon. And so, they love that. And then the upper classes have a piece. So, that's working fine because we can do it with Smart Music. The rhythms are working fine. All that's all the teaching stuff is fine, but we run into more like weird tech things that happen. Like, okay. um, we're using an audio interface to run our classroom wireless mic through. Um, we're using like a Steinberg interface. Right. That's great. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it works great. We call it the Burgermeister because I can never remember the name of that stupid thing. So, we have to, but it's, you know, unplugging that because we also have our harmony director wired into that so it wires right into the computer so we can play things on the harmony director but then remembering to unplug that and plug in the snowball when we want to switch to string sounds and oh, okay. you know running into that kind of stuff um there's so much lag with um youtube videos yes yeah that we've run into and i've tried embedding them in like google slides that works a little bit better sometimes so, just yeah, like the latency issues, yeah, that's, they're that's, just that's crazy bad. sometimes. You know, um, I was having a lot of uh, lag and things, and so then I uh, decided to pull out the Ethernet cable and hardwire my computer. And uh, if you have a if you have an outlet, and that made a world of difference. I was doing some speed tests, and I was getting like 150 or 200 megs per second with, on the Wi-Fi, but then I'm getting like 900 plugged into uh oh wow i need to try that yeah, if you have the option everybody out there with your computer and I'm t I, I just if if your room has the the jack in it and it's active um uh, an ethernet cord you know you're not moving around your laptop that much or whatever so it, it's definitely it's helped me a lot and helps my students not have that lag on on my end which you know we should be we should be pretty solid as the teacher so um that's, that's really good to know it's helped a ton and um, yeah, so, and then, uh, you know, uh, I was thinking about your audio interface. If you're having to unplug and plug a lot, you can get a bigger one audio interface with more inputs. So then it's like a mixer. That's probably what we need to do. Yeah, so like <laughs> this has been a new one. world for me. I'm not very fancy with my audio normally. And uh, Peter, we said, he says he is um, an analog teacher in a digital world. Yeah, but you got to. <laughs> Like everybody's got to up their game now a little bit, right? With the technology. So I have um, learned so much in the last 
Um, wow, it's crazy. In the last six weeks, my tech game is, I thought I was pretty techy, but this has been, and I never thought I would teach with a microphone. Like I'm pretty amplified normally, but it has been amazing. Like the kids at home said it's really noticeable because they can just hear us so clearly with the mic. And then the room kids can hear us, you know, teaching in a mask all day is it's hard. It is hard. And I've, I use a mask bracket inside my mask, which has been helpful oh, um, to pull it off my face a little bit. Yeah. That's nice. But I get a little bit clearer speech with that. So, I, you know, I've just experimented with a lot of different mm -hmm. things to see what works. Yeah, yeah well, that's that's great. Um, it's nice because Zoom will allow you to use an audio interface and, and wire that directly to the kids, whereas Microsoft Teams does not uh, allow that. So. Everything that I do has to come through a microphone. So, wow. So I have a I have a setup with you know um, a metronome and my keyboard and all that and um but uh and I have and it, it does allow me to use uh this little interface so I can mix it mixes it down but it's still all they're all microphones you can't really plug everything in there so it's that's so interesting. Yeah. Microsoft Teams has a lot of limitations and I wish Zoom was, you know, what was our choice, but it's not. So we have to make we have to make the best of what we have and what we're allowed to use. Well, we just got our county to finally update where we can get the high fidelity sounding in Zoom for music. Great. Yeah, that makes a huge difference too. And there's like a setting, right? A button you can click. Yes. And, you know, like we had to learn, you know, one of the things I would recommend to people is if you're new to the hybrid model, record your class like we're not recording most of our lessons because it just takes up so much space but if you'll record a little bit we figured out oh the sound isn't good this we had the background cancellation well when we did that it was canceling out all the kids in the room playing right yep so and it was wonky sounding so you know if you kind of record and play around with the settings we would peter and i would get in there after school and make recordings and try different so we'd say okay now we're, we're now we're going to play with this setting on zoom you know and yeah um see what the kids are hearing it's really helpful yeah definitely one of the nice things about microsoft teams is that you can record it but it automatically uploads it to uh their 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 version of youtube i guess is called stream it's not oh. as good as youtube but it, it does uh work and it keeps it private just for that class so only that class can view it so that that is kind of nice. I record almost no, every, nice. every uh every lecture, you know, and every, as soon as we start class, I'll just hit record, and it doesn't record to my computer; it records to the cloud, so it's there and uh, doesn't take up any space. And so that that is one nice feature. I will give them that. And with Zoom, you, you're recording directly to your local computer, and that's that takes up a lot of space. We had the Zoom cloud, but then our county like got it got full, and then like oh, it's like oh, stop recording to the cloud, you know, all yeah. this drama. So okay. Um, we tell the kids, just message us if you miss something, we'll catch you up. Yeah. And we publish a daily like slide of everything we did. And then, you know, they can kind of see what we went over. Okay, great. Well, it sounds like you're doing pretty well with it. And, and how are you holding up? And how is, uh, how is your co-teacher holding up? You know, I think we both have commented that um, we've never been so tired. <laughs> Um, there's been several days I've gotten home from school and just like fall asleep on the couch, um, which is so funny. But I've also, um, we've both been, both of us have remarked how pleasantly surprised we are with how well it's gone. Um, the kids have been super responsible. The ones in person have been awesome. Um, they're, they're just as nervous as we are to be there. Um, 
And so they're being really like, it's funny. Like I have this one little sweet girl, she'll walk in and then she'll walk close to me and then she'll back up. You know, she's like, sorry. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You know? So they're aware, um, you know, of what to do and they're doing high school kids are luckily pretty um, astute and aware of what's going on. So we're both really impressed with how well it's going, how receptive the kids are. You know, the the kids are for the most part showing up on Zoom on time. First period can be a little sketchy at the beginning. It's like, where is everybody? Yeah. (laughs) I get out there reminded I'm messaging them. Um, but you know, we're both really proud of the kids, um, and just impressed with, you know, we're giving them a weekly assignment. The kids are doing pretty well getting those in on time and, uh, like playing test type, of you know, we feel pretty safe. Okay. And the, are those- yeah, so we're giving it. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. We got, we got a delay here. No, we're, I know it's a little, those are assi- the weekly assignments. Are those- we're giving the kids a weekly Yes, they have to submit something every Friday. We'll give them. So on Monday, we'll say on Friday, you're going to submit blah, blah, blah. And it's usually in smart music. Um, Sometimes it's been a Flipgrid upload. Um, We're working on an alma mater project, a virtual alma mater with our band and choir. So our top two groups did something with that, with the click track and all that. So they learned how to do all that. Um, so we'll, we'll usually spend the week working on whatever, like we'll work them through it, whatever it is they're going to have to submit. like we did our parade tunes. So, you know, we marched in that fall parade. So we they learned the parade tunes and they had to submit their parade music. So we do a weekly, just a short thing they have to submit every week, mm-hmm. which is a lot of grading. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a lot of But grading. it's the only way you can hear them. And it's the only way that I can make sure they're still alive out there and functioning and okay. <laughs> yep. So, and some of the assignments, like we did the uh, Flipgrid where they told us about how things were going and that was great. So some of them are SEL based and then some of them are performance based. So we just try to do a mixture. Got it. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on to, again is to share all your words of wisdom and your little tips and your ideas and, and uh, your experiences with us. Because um, like I said, I think everybody is kind of in this question mark boat of how how is this going to really work if you haven't started doing it you know or what can I do to be better or um, am I really effective and I think there's a lot of people have a lot of questions and and uh, so just to hear others you know like when you said your number you told me your numbers it was so just reassuring for me (laughs) that was my big thing is like what am I doing wrong or what's wrong with my school or whatever and it's it's not you know no. So, um, and I think the biggest thing is just teach. That's our superpower. That's what we're good at. Like if we just teach orchestra and we just adjust a little bit how we do it. It really actually works, which was kind of shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I, I, it's impressive um, what everybody has done, but especially uh, classes like ours where we rely on people to be there uh, and we just, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing what everybody's doing. So it really, it's a, it's impressive. It's amazing how adaptive teachers are and creative and just, it's a, I'm impressed even sometimes like, wow, I didn't know I could survive all of this myself. Like, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you know. And the, the last thing I guess would be talk about like sustainability, like how long, you know, are, are we going to be able to sustain this energy and, and all this, uh, that's going on, you know, I, I, I've been working really hard and, you know, um, I, I realized last week that I, I don't think all that I've been doing, cause I've been doing like 
like regular playing tests and I've been doing um, some different theory assignments and some other extra stuff too. And it just, it's waiting down on me. I think I'm going to simplify a little bit and um, go to that maybe one assignment per week model and just keep the kids playing, but not, uh, not stress about giving out this X money grades. And because it's just, it's been overwhelming and I don't think I can sustain it for whether it's a semester we're doing this or whether it's the, you know, the whole school year, I just don't see that I could do that. Burnout is going to be a real issue. I found myself in that position, feeling that, especially at the beginning of the year. And even some mornings I'll get in the car. Okay. Can we go? Like, are we going to make it? You know? Yeah. yeah. I think sustainability is a good question. Um, I can't imagine doing more than once a week, some kind of assessment. Yeah. Um, just because there's all kinds of little quick checks, like polling and stuff you could do just to make it easier on yourself. But yeah, and that's why we give the kids, that's why we also give them Friday as an asynchronous day, which allows us also time to breathe. Okay. So I leave my Zoom open on Fridays and I'll just leave it open and mute it. And then I'll hear the kids ding and I'll be like, hey, what's up? How's it going? A lot of the kids will just drop in to say hi on Fridays, but some of them will be like, hey, can you help me? I'm having trouble with this assignment or... I'll have kids get on. My C string has gone out really far and I can't fix it. Can you help me walk them through tuning? And then the in-person kids, we'll send them one at a time into the side room. If they need to make a recording, they can sit at their seat and, and, and record or listen to whatever they need to or practice and do the recording at home if they want to. But we give them Friday, even if they're in person or if they're at home to just work. Oh, that's great. And that has been a lifesaver for us. It's given us that space to breathe yeah. um, and also plan for the next week a little bit because in between I'm like, okay, we'll sit up front and we'll say, okay, well, so let's think about what we want to do for next week. Yeah. Cause we're kind of just staying a week ahead right now of the kids. Everybody's that, or maybe even less. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we feel lucky if we're a week ahead right now. <laughs> I think that's great. And uh, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. Like there could be a, another outbreak and then they could close the schools again. So to plan too far ahead and the kids are asking me, are we going to do a concert? Oh, I don't know if we can do a concert when we have 26 kids that are coming, you know. I, I told the kids that ship has sailed this semester. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, we're going to put together some virtual things, but uh, we'll, we'll see about that, you know. Um, That's what we're doing too. We're just, we're told the kids, look, we're going to have fun and we're going to skill build this semester. We're going to laugh together. We're going to do, you know, like we're doing those body percussions, which are great for building, you know, uh, the steady beat and building pulse and building, you know, independence of the hands and stuff, but we're going to do this stuff. And some days we're going to be silly and we're just going to have fun, but we're also just going to skill build and we're going to just work together and try to make it as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we can do. We can give our kids some comfort and uh, keep them going. And, you know, um, my, my big thing is I was thinking too, is like, if I were a kid and I'm giving all these different kind of weird assignments, like, is it something that they're going to want to come back to? you know, like next year or semester break, or like if they do come back to school, are they going to want to, I want them to want to come back to orchestra and not, not be yes. burned out or thinking that Dr. Lox gives all these weird assignments or anything, you know, like I want them to want to come back. Well, that's what we asked them. Like, what do you want to be working on? What do you like that we're doing? What do you not like we're doing? And what do you want to work on? And that's helping us kind of drive what we're going to do the rest of the semester. A lot of our kids really, even in our advanced class, which is interesting, you know, they really want to work on refining vibrato. I'm like, well, I thought you guys had pretty good vibrato, but 
So we really started talking, you know, last week about how to work on advanced vibrato, how to pulse, you know, just different. And it, we kind of leveled it based on the level of the course. But, you know, so we're kind of taking our cues from them to what did they want to work on? A lot of the kids want to do orchestra music. So we're going to launch into that using smart music. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. I've been a little bit hesitant to go there, but we're going to try it. We're going to give it a whirl. We're going to see what happens. Yeah, that's why they're there. They like that. That's what I mean, I, I can guarantee almost every kid is there because they, they like playing orchestra music together, you know? Yeah. And that's what they're asking for. So I was like, okay, we're going to try it. And if it's not good, then we'll just do something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much again for, for coming on and sharing. This has just been um, wonderful for me to hear. And I know that everybody listening to, um, I had told uh, Sean earlier that I had done that little teaser uh, and it had, it was a few weeks ago and I wanted to actually get these guys on uh, the podcast sooner and, you know, life happens and things happen. But um, I, that uh, the little teaser I got had like 2,800 listens and that's uh, about like, you know, eight times as many listens as the average uh, podcast episode gets. So I know there's a lot of interest in hybrid teaching. Um, and again, thank you so much, Sean, for coming on and sharing that with us because it's very valuable and all the, all the, uh, the different assignments you're talking about and how it's working for you and your attitude is just wonderful. And we're so glad that you were able to share that today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, so we're going to continue this episode with um, Mr. Scott Laird, who I'll be uh, recording here in about 15 minutes, and uh, and then we'll be following that with uh, Mr. David Metrio, uh, who's also teaches in the same district as Sean, and it'll be interesting to see how um, there's some similarities and some contrasts for sure um, between you know, what everybody's doing. So thanks again, Sean. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks. And stay tuned for our next episode featuring Mr. Scott Laird from North Carolina.